0: Listening to "Let's Think on It" featuring Dr. Mark Westfall. Welcome back to "Let's Think on It." I'm Dr. Mark Westfall. I've got Haley Ingram and Jeff Thomas joining me, and we have a guest, Dr. Natalie Davis, political science professor at Birmingham Southern College, and well-versed in politics herself. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh. Happy to be here. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we you. Glad to have you. <laughs> well, so what I'm sure curious. Nothing is certain. In in, in the, you know, we, we, you've been a guest before, and so in the previous segment we talked about our kind of political backgrounds, how we came to be who we are. So I'm curious how you got to become who you are politically, and kind of give us a, a little snapshot of who Dr. Natalie Davis is.
1: Well, when when you when I listen to you guys, um, you fit right into what we teach about how we learn. To, uh, to be a part of our political culture, you know, political culture, uh, loosely defined, are, are the norms and values and traditions of the political system. That stuff is, by and large, learned. We can talk about nature and nurture, but well, who was mom and dad involved? Was what happens after that? You know, and so that process, which we call political socialization, starts with the family. My folks were Democrats. I'm the daughter of an Italian immigrant, I can give the speech. Um, <laughs> they, they, My dad may have gotten to the fifth grade, I don't know. My mother may have graduated from high school, um, I think she did. But the most important thing in her life was that I would get to go to college. And, uh, But they had no resources, and so I relied heavily on loans and grants and work study and the federal government put me through college, to be honest. Um, And so parents have, you know, I think Franklin Roosevelt was a big deal to them. Uh, And um, I did run for the U.S. Senate in 1996. And that was an era where you had party switching. We were still in the process of going from a one-party Democratic state to where we are now, a one-party Republican state. So a lot of elected officials who were Democrats began to switch in the early 90s. So I'm not a Democrat anymore, I'm a Republican, because they could see the wave coming, you know. And uh, so people would ask me, you know, if you get elected, are you going to change parties? As I ran as a Democrat. And I said I would be much more fearful of meeting my mother than meeting my maker after I passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but what political socialization tells you is that... Uh, you move from parents being the most important political socialization agent to the schools, the the elementary schools, where we really learn about the process. You know, we elect presidents of kindergartens. We elect uh, SGA presidents. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we when the you know if we're running against each other and I lose to you, I'm supposed to congratulate you, right? Uh, that we solve our differences uh, that way. And, and if you and I disagree, then we compromise. And that's part of our political learning.
0: So, uh, what I'm hearing from you is that the current politicians need to return to great school.
1: Well, that's what they learn. That,
0: that's, uh, that's pretty much it, what yeah, they learn. We don't have parts. any evidence. They've, they've quit. Um, and the other the thing is,
1: is that we don't get beaten up over the head about politics. Most of our political learning is indirect. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, not direct. You may, in high school, get to have to take a civics class or something like that. I, I took a course. I, I grew up in uh, high school in Florida, and uh, there was a course called something like "Problems of American Democracy," where uh, you were to learn that communism was a very bad thing. Well, these classes were so awful. First of all, J Edgar Hoover came on, you know, and and, and who headed who headed the FBI? You probably don't even know J Edgar Hoover. I know Leo DiCaprio played. J. There J. you yeah. go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <played> the movie. <laughs> and and, uh, and so uh, and they had these films. I don't know where they came from. Where they during the Russian Revolution, they had films. And they had these guys who were being shot by the firing squads by the Bolsheviks, and they would fall into after they were shot, they would fell into a pit behind them, and their hats came off with strings. And I I never could figure out how they staged all this. How did those strings make their hats come off their heads? But so every time it rained, they show that they'd show that movie. It was just real weird, but. so that was part of the political learning, you must learn to hate communism. Um, and, uh, uh, and so then you move from there and there are other influences on our lives, our religion, uh, uh, the television we watch. Two people can watch the same television and come away with very different views mm-hmm. based upon that socialization. I was. Well, so I, I got
0: to ask you something. You you said you switched from Democrat to Republican. No, no, no. no. Oh, you many, were Democrat many people and stayed. Were, yes, right.
1: A lot did. So, did they just switch because it was the who switched? The people that did switch. Oh well. well most time switching just so, so they could get elected. Oh, yeah. That was, it was pure pure political opportunism. Sure. Okay. You know, okay. the argument was the Democratic Party didn't leave me. I left it, or, or no, no, I, I, said d- that I didn't leave the Democratic Party. It Democrat left, left me. Left me. Left That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you wonder in this election whether the Republican Party, <laughs> I didn't, it, you know, I didn't leave the Republican Party. Well, Republican me. Party left me with, with Donald Trump uh, as the uh, standard bearer. Uh, so, so there are lots of agents of socialization. Um, uh, religion um, uh, 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 education uh, the workplace occupation we talk about a military mind we talk about crazy lunatic academics and and so and that has to do with our peers and so on well, they, just, one, let me just finish one one point um, there was a student I don't know when you graduated from Birmingham 2014. Eight? Maybe no, nah, I don't know if you overlapped with her or not, but uh, she uh, she came into Birmingham Southern as a very conservative Republican, and it's her family was very conservative, still is, and uh, I, I taught her in a senior seminar in political science. And I don't proselytize. I'm, it's not part of my thing. You know, I, I, I don't care if you have... You know, I don't... I really don't care what your opinion is. I just care that you have one, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, and nor does anyone else that I know in the social sciences at Birmingham Southern, and uh, so she was writing some kind of an essay where she had to talk about her own political learning or something like that, and then at the end, she had gone from being a very conservative Republican to a fairly liberal Democrat, and uh, she she wrote at the bottom of her her essay or in her essay she wrote, my mother will never love me. <laughs> And I wrote at the bottom, "Your mother will always love you." <laughs> and, <so. laughs>
0: and she won't. You will because she went Democratic. So well, I don't, it makes no Aunt difference team. to me Aunt one team. way or the other. But you know, so amongst all that, but it's fascinating because all that socialization, political socialization that you discussed, but that is layered on top of that person's personality, right. which we are finding has a biological component. Mm-hmm. And so, as you go through life and and come across these different socializations, like Haley, for example, you may come across an exposure to something that resonates more with you than even your parents taught you, which is a pretty significant change. Because emotion is like the leading decision-making tool, right? People think people make decisions with the emotional side of the brain much more than the rational cognitive side of the brain. That's that's. You must have listened to one of the previous podcasts.
1: Are you saying Democrats do that, or are you saying people in general Great do that? Great
0: question. Um, because
1: I don't think hardcore Republicans do that.
0: Well, so you should look at some of the... Um, well, listen to one of the prior podcasts on okay. how we decide. Um, read a book by Jonathan Lehrer on how we decide. We can't generalize that all people think one way or another, and, and Republicans right. think one way, Democrats think the other. Um we all use our cognitive mind to make decisions. I mean, that's why we have that part of the brain. But what's fascinating is, when you're, especially when you're in a group, you will tend to make decisions based more on group acceptance that you've chosen, the group you've chosen, mm-hmm. so based I more on group acceptance than necessarily what you actually agree with. Um, and so they did a study back in the, you know, again, after World War II, there were all these social, and Dr. Davis knows a lot more about this than David, all these social psychology studies to f- try to figure out what happened. How did how did Germany get to the point where they did what they did uh, to an entire population of people? And so they did a lot of studies on group dynamics, authoritarianism, and how people can get caught up in what the group's doing and make decisions that they don't even agree with individually, but they go along with the group. And sometimes they don't even know they're going along. They don't know they're really being moved by the group. So there's a there's a fascinating combination of what we're exposed to, what we have innately, and what our group acceptance um, leads us to do. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really fascinating, complex combination of how you decide what you decide. Um, so let's take a break here and we'll come back and, and uh, go into more detail. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio. 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com, or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter, at Lockamy Brothers.